on the Help Beat this morning, caffeine. How much is too much? Have you had too much or not enough so far this morning on a Monday? Well, how much is too much? And uh, what in the world is caffeine, really? We're going to talk about that topic on our Health Beat segment this morning with Shanti Apello, registered dietitian and health and wellness spokesperson with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, who joins us on health and food-related topics from time to time. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Ken. Have you had your coffee this morning? I sure have. Have you really? I sure have. How about you? <laughs> no, I'm a tea drinker now. I, uh, I, okay. I switched a while back. But there's caffeine in tea, right? There's caffeine in tea. There's caffeine in coffee. There's caffeine in even things that we don't think of sometimes, like <laughs> our medication. Oh, that's interesting to hear. Well, what exactly is it? I mean, we can't see it. I don't think we can taste it. Uh, it's kind of a mysterious thing. So what is it really? <laughs> Yeah, so it's a stimulant, Mm -hmm. Um, and what it does is it speeds up the messaging between your brain and your body whenever it hits the central nervous system. So that's kind of why you feel those effects of feeling more alert, maybe you feel more awake, Um, but for some people, it just affects you differently. Some people are more sensitive to caffeine, uh, and different age groups can also be uh, have different sensitivities to caffeine. So for example, older individuals tend to process the caffeine more slowly, so they may be more sensitive to it. And it's not necessarily recommended for kids then, is it? No. So that's something that um, basically every single organization uh, dealing with health and kids recommends against. Uh, so I think it's a good thing to remind yourself where caffeine can be found in beverages that kids might have. Uh, So, of course, cola is one of the things you might think of. So a 12-ounce can has 23 to 55 milligrams. Now, just to give you kind of an idea of what's considered safe for adults, it's 400 milligrams, and that's about four to five cups of coffee. Uh, So going back to kids again, that cola does have some, and even something like a frappuccino, uh, which many people consider a caffeine-free beverage, has about 110 milligrams in the 13-ounce. Hmm. Okay, so what's the biggest offender for adults as far as caffeine goes? So it's definitely going to be coffee. So, um, you know, your 8-ounce cup of coffee is going to have about 100 milligrams. And for you, tea drinker, about half of that. Uh, In energy drinks, those are going to range quite a bit, but just over 100 milligrams typically in energy drinks, but they can go up to about 200 as well. Um, And also something to consider is that when um, caffeine in drinks is considered a supplement, it may not be regulated. So something to keep in mind there. Shanti Apello from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan with us on WKZO this morning. We're talking caffeine. So uh, what happens to us when we've had too much? So people can become irritable. They can um, have anxiety, feel jittery, uh, and it can also lead to dehydration. Something, too, is that it does have effects on our digestion. So um, people might recognize that after they have their cup of coffee, it's time for the bathroom. And (laughs) that's because uh, caffeine augments your gut motility. So we have these muscles in um, our gut that basically contracts and it moves the contents throughout it. So caffeine is going to speed up that gut motility. Uh, So in that way, it makes you have to go to the bathroom. And then, of course... 
Uh, it does a lot of other things. So for people who want to kind of cut down on their intake, they're recognizing that, hey, I'm having trouble sleeping at night, especially as we come on daylight savings here. Um, do it slowly um, because it can cause some kind of not great side effects whenever you uh, go through a withdrawal, so headaches, anxiety, insomnia. Um, so just keep tabs on what you're consuming. Mix in some decaffeinated beverages. I always love advising that. So if you're a tea drinker, switch to something like an herbal tea because those aren't going to have caffeine. And then, as I mentioned there in the beginning, make sure you're looking at your over-the-counter medications to, to see if they have any caffeine. Wow. Uh, that, that is something I had not uh, heard or considered before, that the medications might have caffeine. So that's got to have yeah. an impact, too. Exactly. Those pain relievers are usually the ones that are uh, the biggest offenders there in the medication world. Okay, so you don't recommend cold turkey on uh, on the caffeine thing? Depending on what your <laughs> intake looks like, most likely not. It's nice to cut back gradually. Um, and something else to keep in mind, just the last tip there, is uh, you can actually shorten the brew time, especially for your tea. So if you don't let your tea seep as long, or steep as long, <laughs> I don't know what the word is. Yeah. Or something blame like that. Myself being foreign on that one. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, that lowers the caffeine content. Mm, I will have to try that. Meantime, where can we find more information on this? Yeah, so we have lots of great information on a healthiermichigan.org. Lots of free recipes and health information in general. Our guest, Shanti Apello, is a registered dietitian and health and wellness spokesperson for Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Michigan and joins us frequently on the show on a variety of topics. And uh, we'll be back with us again tomorrow, in fact, as we're going to talk about kids and their breakfast tomorrow. Yes. And hopefully caffeine-free. All right. Thank you. We'll talk to you then. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Have a good day.